Hello again, folks, and welcome to another episode of Kicks and Dribbles. I'm Dan McClay, your host. Three times a week, we look at the world of international football. There is a lot going on, so we're going to get right to it uh, this evening. And our first stop is going to be the MLS. Yes, we had some games that were rather important uh, this past week. The semifinals were played uh, Tuesday and Wednesday to determine who will be in MLS Cup Final. On Tuesday, Seattle traveling to Los Angeles to take on Bob Bradley's LAFC. Seattle came away a victor 3-1. to one. Seattle is a strong team, and they look like they may be a good contender to win this uh, MLS Cup this year. Again, they went to LA uh, to play Bob Bradley's LAFC and came away 3-1. to one. So Seattle is the Western Conference representative. Then on Wednesday, we had the Eastern Conference semifinal played, and that was in Atlanta, Toronto. The visiting team getting down there and beating Atlanta 2-1. to one. So we have Seattle against Atlanta, or rather Seattle against Toronto on uh, November the 10th. That will be on ABC at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Seattle will be hosting that game because of their point total during the season. Seattle, a very tough place to play if you're an opponent. Should be an exciting match. Again, that's going to be Seattle and Toronto. That'll be, be, uh, that will be played on November the 10th. ABC will have the television coverage. And that'll be at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Again, kind of a note there, each away team won their games going to the finals. So that shows you how strong these two teams are. Seattle and Toronto, MLS final, November the 10th. The USA under-17 men's team has been uh, fighting through qualification in Brazil for the under-17 World Cup. And on Tuesday, they tied Japan 0-0 couple of things to point out about that game. It was a rather moral victory for the United States because Japan under 17 is very tough. Six foot six goaltender, um, Chituru Odonzi, who plays for the United States. He's also the goaltender for Leicester City in, uh, in the EPL. He came up with some outstanding saves uh, toward the late part of the game. Again, he's six foot six, and he's quite a target to try and get around. So uh, United States, hats off to them for a 0-0 tie with Japan. However, they're in third place in their group with only like two points. So they need to get this next game, which is against Holland on Saturday. Um, they need to win that in order to pass through to the next round of the qualification for under-17 World Cup. Again, that's being played down in Brazil. A couple other notes out of that game. Ricardo Pepe, who plays for FC Dallas, Came off the bench for the United States, almost had himself a goal, although it was called off sides. And then Giovanni Reina, who was doing great things over there in uh, Borussia Dortmund in the Bundesliga, he almost had a goal too, hit the post. So a couple of uh, good uh, positive things coming out of that game with the personnel that they've got on that under-17 team. Hopefully, we'll be hearing from these guys later on as they progress through their football careers. Again, USA versus Holland Saturday, November the 2nd. That's uh, the last game of the qualifying group for USA under-17s down in Brazil. Holland lost to Senegal 3-1. to Senegal leads that group right now. USA also lost to Senegal 3-1 to as well. Senegal, very strong. Um, if you watch them play, they will wear you out just by watching them. They're very fast. Uh, their technical ability is getting a lot better. The Senegalese are... Uh, 
somebody to really watch. And I tell you, coming up in the next World Cup over in Qatar, uh, they're going to be a team to look for to maybe maybe make it to the quarterfinals because Senegal is very, very good. So the under-17s qualifications down in Brazil are uh, continuing. USA uh, hopefully can uh, maybe get a, uh, a win over the uh, Dutch on Saturday. Mexico and Paraguay played to a 0-0 tie uh, the other night. Um, Mexico was red-carded in the second half and had to finish the game with 10 men but held off a tough Paraguay team to get a 0-0 draw. Mexico and Italy played on Thursday night, and there were two goals scored in extra time after the 90 minutes had finished. Uh, Efren Alvarez from LA Galaxy netted one for the uh, Mexico team, and that brought the game level at one. But then two minutes later, uh, Italy got one in past the Mexican goaltender and came away with a 2-1 victory over Mexico for that under-17 victory. Mexico, Paraguay, and Italy all playing in the same group. So the under-17 qualification uh, thing will wrap up here in the next couple of days, and then we'll see who passes on to the next round. Going south of the border now to the Mexican League. What a week it's been down there. The standings stand as, uh, this way. Santos with 30 points, Nacoxa 28, America 28, Caretero 27, and Tigres 27. You remember we had uh, some movement in that top group uh, from the last time. On Tuesday night, Santos shut out Caretero in Torreon 1-0. And then this Saturday, Caretero has got to play Tigres. However, <laughs> it doesn't get any easier for Santos. They've got to travel to Mexico City to play America in Azteca. Monterrey is going to host Veracruz, and Pachuca is going to travel to Necaxa. On Sunday, Toluca will be playing uh, Guadalajara in Toluca. Then it's the battle of the uh, border towns, you might say as Juarez is going to host Tijuana. And then on Sunday night, to wrap up the uh, league for the week, it's going to be Leon hosting Morelia. Moving on now across the ocean to the English Premier League. Man City. Man City taking on Southampton on Tuesday, defeated them 3-1. This is the English League Cup um, that's going on right now. And then after this week, they're going to take a break from this. Man City defeating Southampton 3-1. And then on Wednesday, boy, what a game they had between Liverpool and Arsenal. This was League Cup competition, and obviously neither one wanted to lose. After time had been uh, expired, Liverpool and Arsenal were knotted at 5-5. Yes, that's right. There were 10 goals scored in the match. Went to penalty kicks, Liverpool winning on the penalties. Man U defeated Chelsea 2-1 and Villa over Wolves by a score of 2-1 as well. So that was English. Uh, League Cup competition. Now in um, EPL competition, Burnmouth and Man U will play this Saturday at NBCSN at uh, 8.30 in the morning. That's Eastern time. Arsenal's going to take on Wolves. Villa will take on Liverpool. Man City's got to play Southampton again, but it's at Man City. This will be a league competition. And then Watford is going to host Chelsea. That will be at 1.30 uh, Eastern time on NBCSN. Of course, with Chelsea, it's Christian Plissick, the superstar from the United States. He is coming off a hat trick from his last game and looked very, very strong. That Arsenal-Wolves game, by the way, if you're a fan of the Gunners, <clears throat> that Arsenal-Wolves game is going to be on CNBC at 11 o'clock Eastern time this Saturday. Uh, looking at the EPL table, Liverpool was up on uh, top with 28 points. Man City trying to keep pace at 22, Leicester City at 20, 
Chelsea at 20, Arsenal with 16. On Sunday, Crystal Palace is going to play Leicester. Leicester's got to travel to Palace. That's a tough place to play. Uh, many teams will tell you that they've gone in there with high hopes and Palace has either held them scoreless or drawn them. So uh, Leicester's going to have their work cut out for them on Sunday. That's at 9 o'clock Eastern time on NBCSN. Everton and Tottenham round out that Sunday schedule, um, and Everton's going to be hosting Tottenham. That's 11.30 Eastern time on NBCSN. Now, Champions League competition is going to start up as well this Tuesday, and we've got eight games on tap, but we're going to highlight just the important ones that are going to be going on. Barcelona is going to be hosting Slavia Praha. Liverpool is going to be hosting Genk, and Inter is going to travel to Germany to play Borussia Dortmund. Ajax, the Dutch team, is going to travel to London to play Chelsea. That's Champions League. And then there's more games on tap on Wednesday. Just a brief note about Barcelona. Don't know if you've heard, but um, Cirque du Soleil in their Barcelona or Spain uh, show has now developed a show that is dedicated to um, Lionel Messi of, uh, of the Barcelona team. What this show is, apparently, it involves a lot of, as you've seen Cirque du Soleil before, a lot of uh, gymnastics and uh, incredible feats that these people do, but it's going to involve a soccer theme. And several players are going, or several people, rather, several actors have come forward and have been selected to portray Lionel Messi in different stages of his life. And so as that's going on, it's like a story being told, and you'll see different things being done uh, with soccer balls and amazing kicks and whatever in that Cirque du Soleil show. So if you're ever in the Barcelona area or in the Spain area, for that matter, and the Cirque du Soleil show is there, you might want to check that out. That sounds intriguing, to say the least. Moving on now to the Scottish Premier League. Hamilton will play Ross County on Saturday. Aberdeen is going to host Kilmarnock, and Motherwell is going to host Livingston. On Wednesday, um, leaders Celtic shut out St. Mirren 2-0, and Rangers shut out Ross County 4-0. So at this point, we have quite a dog battle going on uh, there in the uh, Scottish Premier League, as Celtic and Ranger are each atop at 28 points. Motherwell is at 19, Aberdeen at 18, Kilmarnock at 17. Also, I uh, wanted to give a shout-out real quick. You know, there's two coaches that Celtic and Rangers are doing a great job over there. Brendan Rodgers has been leading Celtic for several years now and has just been completely steady with them. David Quinn doing a great job with Rangers as they were coming back from uh, the problems that they had a couple of years ago. Uh, Scottish Premier League is up and running again and just as exciting as ever with good competition. Again, on December the 29th, Celtic plays Ranger. In Glasgow, that will be an unbelievable game. And of course, end of December, you've got to believe that the weather is not going to be that great. But where else would you have the Scottish rivalry game of the year being played with good weather? I, no, you've got to have it in dicey weather, to say the least. Celtic Ranger, December the 29th. Sure hope that uh, someday we can get the other rivalry in Scotland back up between Dundee and Dundee United, which of course is a great football rivalry. It's not talked about as much as, say, Atletico Madrid and Barcelona or Celtic and Ranger in Scotland. But Dundee, Dundee United, quite a rivalry in itself because of the way the two stadiums are positioned, positioned literally across the street from each other. Uh, I just hope that rivalry can maybe someday uh, get back up to where it used to be. Moving on now to the French League, 
Paris Saint-Germain still on top at 27 points with Nance on uh, second place, 19, Lille 18, Stan Rhymes 18, and Brest at 17. Brest having a very good year. Uh, really, uh, really impressed to see them coming up in the league the way they've been doing it. Monaco continues their uh, climb through the table of the French League. Monaco, of course, getting off to that horrible start, and they've now gotten themselves to 15 points, so they just sit a couple of places uh, south of where uh, Brest is sitting in fifth place. Now, on Friday, uh, Dijon will host uh, PSG. Dijon in the middle of the table somewhat. Uh, I don't see a problem for PSG. However, whenever you're on the road and in somebody else's uh, stadium, uh, it can always be a dicey situation. So PSG just needs to play their game. Again, Dijon hosting PSG on November the 1st. Now, Saturday, we got Olympic Marseille hosting Lille. And then Rennes is going to travel to Nîmes. Montpellier is going to travel to Metz. Toulouse will be hosting Olympic Lyonnais. Angers will be hosting Strasbourg, and Brest will be traveling to Amiens. On Sunday, Bordeaux will be hosting Nantes. Reims will be traveling to Nice. And Monaco, always tough on it. It's got a tough game on the road. They got to play at Saint Etienne. So, French League uh, doing very well so far, but PSG still a force to reckon with there in Paris. Spanish League doing very, very well. Uh, as uh, the season progresses, Espanol will play Valencia this Saturday, along with Levante uh, hosting Barcelona. Sevilla will be hosting Atletico Madrid, which will be a very good game. And Real Madrid will be hosting Real Betis. Espanol, of course, is the other team in Barcelona, and they're toward the bottom of the table right now. They need to get their season turned around in a hurry if they're going to be avoiding relegation. All those games will be on BN Sport. Uh, beginning at 8 o'clock Eastern time, that's all the games on Saturday from the Spanish La Liga. Six games on tap on Sunday. The most notable one is Granada will be hosting Real Sociedad. Now, Granada lost on Thursday 3-1 to to Hatafi, of all people. Hatafi hosting the game, and Granada didn't do very well on the road. So right now, you know, uh, Granada was on top there for a couple of days. So right now, at this time, the standings in the La Liga in Spain are Barcelona with 22 points, Real Madrid with 21, Granada's got 20, and of course, you know, Granada's being coached by Diego Martinez, who's just a great guy and has got a lot going on for him. Uh, he's very smart, and he's done a great job with this team. So hopefully Granada can continue to be a force within that top five in the uh, La Liga. Atletico Madrid is also sitting at 20, and Sevilla with Julian Lepotegui at the helm, doing a very good job, too. They're at 20 points as well. Spanish League, always good football to watch, always been very entertaining. The Italian League, well, who else would be on top with Juventus with the great Ronaldo uh, running down, up and down the field there with them? Uh, Inter right behind them at 25. Antonio Conte continues to have that team playing very well. Atalanta at 21. And then we've got a change. Remember the other day we said that uh, Napoli and Cagliari were at four and five there in the uh, Italian league. Well, it's kind of switched out now, and Roma and Lazio are at four and five. Roma at 19, Lazio at 18 points. Kind of interesting because they're basically play across the city from each other. So on Saturday, we got Roma hosting Napoli. Now, that's always a very strong game. It doesn't matter about the records on either team. Roma-Napoli is a kind of a grudge match 
kind of a uh, superiority type thing. So uh, that will be at the Olympic Stadium in Roma, and I know that place will be rocking. Bologna is going to host Inter, and Torino will be hosting Juventus. Six games on tap uh, for Sunday in uh, the Italian League. The most notable game is AC Milan will be hosting Lazio. In the Bundesliga, wow, what a change here. And, of course, we've saved the best of uh, everything about world football for the last. The Bundesliga has got a couple of things going on that are just amazing. Borussia Mönchengladbach, yes, Borussia Mönchengladbach on top, 19 points. Bayern Munich, one point behind at 18 points. Freiburg and Wolfsburg, 17 points apiece. Dortmund, 16 points. This has been quite an interesting start to the Bundesliga this year because it's not really an assured thing for Bayern Munich like it was in the past. Of course, there have been some personnel changes and whatever at Bayern. Uh, now, all of a sudden, they've kind of been brought back to the pack, and they're not on that platform uh, above everybody else. So Borussia Mönchengladbach making a, uh, making a run to see if maybe they can take over the top spot in the uh, German Bundesliga. Of course, Germany, um, with uh, Lance Stindl, uh, he's just a great footballer, and he is the captain of Borussia Mönchengladbach. That's why they're doing so well. And, of course, you've got Fabian Johnson from the USA who plays for Borussia Mönchengladbach as well. That's why this team is doing so well in the Bundesliga at this point. Marco Rose is the coach there at Borussia Mönchengladbach. Very smart guy, very technically oriented. And uh, he replaced Dieter Hecking at the beginning of this year. And he obviously is doing a very good job as he's got this team playing really well. Now, pay attention. This Saturday, you have got to watch Fox Sports 1. This game will start at 1.30 p.m. Eastern time. It is the Battle of Berlin. Hertha Berlin will be taking on Union Berlin. Union Berlin just got uh, elevated to the Bundesliga this year. They have never played in the Bundesliga before. They have always been the, how can we put this, the ugly stepchild to Hertha Berlin. And so this is their moment in the sun. Union Berlin is hosting the game. Trust me, that place will be unbelievably crowded, unbelievably crazy. There will be a big police presence, I'm sure. But you've got Union Berlin playing Hertha Berlin for the first time ever in a league competition. That'll be Saturday. It's Fox Sports 1 at 1.30 Eastern Time. You won't want to miss it. Lots of great football going on around the world. We're going to be touching on it again on Monday. We'll have the results from the EPL uh, games on Monday, as well as the uh, other leagues, and determine uh, who's in first place and who's uh, going forward. We'll also have a preview of more games for the uh, uh, Champions League that's coming up. And, of course, this, later on this coming week, we've got Europa League competition, which will be starting up. And, of course, that's going to provide some uh, interesting matchups as well. Thanks so much for joining in uh, and tuning in and listening to this episode of uh, Kicks and Dribbles. I'm Dan McClay. I'd like to thank my daughter, Lauren McClay, for her technical support. And also like to thank my son, D.C. McClay, for all his ideas as well. Y'all take care and don't let your life have too many yellow cards. Thank you.